That's Retro Fandango. That's Retro Fandango. When it's Android over iPhone, and you can keep your stupid amiibo and always bashing on Nintendo. But that's Retro Fandango. That's Retro Fandango. Thanks, Retro Fandango. Hello and welcome everyone to Retro Fandango episode 167. I'm Kevin from the uh, very highly successful website, buriedonmars.com. And uh, I've got Richard here, my co-host, who doesn't do anything but this show, I guess. Uh, that's no, very true. You have no, you're the uh, announcer, the voiceover guy on uh, Stuck in the 80s. That's about it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just collect residuals from my past work. And how much have you? Uh, how much have you collected so far? Uh, collecting is a process. I'm I'm in the process of collecting. I see. Which mic are you on? Are you on the your big mic there, or, or am I hearing? Uh, see, that's a good question. See, I'm so glad you. you uh, yeah, you're you're sounding a little thin. I know oh. I get in trouble. So while you figure that out, let me do the house cleaning. That's good. Uh, Quick Save Club is playing Torchlight 2. Soon to wrap that up within a week. It's good times. Going to be talking about that. Uh, Cartridge Club has been playing Banjo-Kazooie. And uh, RF Generation has been playing Bioshock 2. So you got about, uh, I guess you got about 10 days if you're listening to this uh, today to uh, get in some of those games. And uh, get ready to record a podcast on them. You know, if you're going to be a guest on one of those. You know. How's my mic now? Now you're sounding good. All right. Yeah. After spawn via my phone. Well, you phone. sound a little low. I got to turn you up. Uh, I'm mumbling because go. I'm reading comments. I see. Uh, Film Dango coming up next week with our pal. It's Rocket Sauce. It's going to be the coming of age three pack. So the next episode will be a Film Dango if all goes well. Uh, Him we'll be, again? We'll be watching uh, Stand By Me, Rushmore, and Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Don't and I have her. I have watched one of these movies already. That's how up I am on it. Mm-hmm. I've watched one. I have one of them in me. Uh, next month, it's going to be classic Hanky Panky with Tom Hanks. We're going to be doing uh, Splash from 1984, Big from 1988, and The Burbs from 1989. A Joe Dante joint. And then in January, we're going to be doing some Tubi, some Tubi trash. It's time to bring back the Tubi trash. And uh, we're, going to, we're going to stream those over on our Discord channels. So we want to make sure that you're part of the Discord channel. If you need an invite, just let me know. Um, because at some point, we're going to, I'm going to stream it from my computer, and we're going to watch it together. And it's not going to be recorded. It's just going to be streamed. And then we're going to record a podcast on there. And we, gotta, we gotta set up times and schedules and all well, that that's, stuff. Oh. That's the thing I was thinking, but you know, yeah, like we already have like a small window to do this. So pretty much if we record this, then our backup, you know, window, which is the next day at the same time, that'll have to be like the movie time, wouldn't it? So you'd have to get up early in the morning to <laughs> watch a movie. Or we could do it later in the day in your mm. evening we'll have to work something out here uh, well, i mean worst case if we can only stream a couple of them 
And before I before I finish up the house cleaning, I have to remind everybody that the uh, Cartridge Club's Extra Life uh, stream for charity is coming up very soon. I know I'm going to say the word December, but December is only 10 days away. And this is on four days in December. It starts. So you got 14 days, two weeks. This is coming up. Uh, so get ready because it's going to be three days of streaming. I'm going to be streaming on the second day on Saturday morning. I put out a poll this morning because I wasn't sure which uh, what to stream. And so far, American Truck Simulator is winning against the uh, PC racing games, classic racing games, and um, some ARPGs, some Diablo-like ARPGs. You should have given a few more examples because if you're saying American Truck Simulator by name and then you're yes. just saying classic racing games, like, they only, like, what is that? They only give you a, a small window. Like you only allowed so many characters per choice. So well, I you got to give like, like a for example, like list one title, you know, and then like amongst others or something. I, I wouldn't even I have don't know don't, classic. I don't know what a classic PC race. I don't even have space for that. Like it's just like you only have. I think it's like thirty-two characters, so, and that's it. That's all you have. Or might even be less than that. Mm. Well, but, can you can you give an example? Like I would say people. I would say uh, something like Need for Speed. You know, like Need for Speed, mm. Hot Pursuit, or something like that from the mid two thousands. That'd be one example. Um, Death Rally, which I was playing uh, earlier this year. That's a good... Was that uh, the, the one they gave away for free? Yep. That's good times. You know, so stuff like that. So some okay. 2D stuff, some 3D stuff, you know. So your options are drive a truck, yep. drive a car, yep. or dungeon crawl. Yeah. Okay. Or something else. And then I put something else. And then, you know, expecting that with something else, somebody would suggest what something else would be, but no one suggested anything. So. No, but that's it's what I voted for, but I didn't suggest anything. It's it's losing anyways. So yeah. American it Truck figures. Simulator is by far uh, winning. So, hmm. so there you go. That's probably what I'll be doing. Which People is fine just want to see your trucker hat. Hey man, that's fine with me because it is easy. It just it's just one game. You sit there, relax. You drive. You listen to tunes. You talk. Mm-hmm. It's good times. Half of my like people can't watch it later because it gets muted if I, cause I'm playing uh, commercial music, but whatever, I don't care. You're there for, I, I want you there up early Saturday morning, get ready to donate some money. Don't save it all for the Q dogs. Save, save some for the Q dogs. Cause we want them, you know, talking every, we want to see them talking every week in front of an appliance. I'm going to go with the fridge this year. I think it'd be fun if we get them to talk in front of their fridge. They could spice things up and put a, a smaller appliance in front of them. <laughs> like a blender? Like just a blender, yeah, hand mixer, a, coffee hmm. grinder. Hmm. These are good thoughts. Yeah. Okay. They they could even, you know, as as the, the dollars start rolling in, they say, Hey, you know what? Next time we hit our milestone, we'll bring a new appliance in front. Or the the highest bidder gets to choose. Maybe if you if you donate so much money, you get to choose a week, where where you get to choose which appliance they do the video with. Right. They could even do like a whole um, you know mystery thing. Have a couple of boxes. Like, hey, do you want to see the appliance under uh, box A or box mm. B? Oh, mm. oh. 
man, yeah, that's pretty good. For A, you know, donate this amount. That's they're yeah, they they make a ton of dough with mm-hmm. that. I can't I come up with any ideas for myself. I have no idea what to do. Uh, well, you don't have those uh, top of the line, high quality products. No, I don't. You probably just walk down to the store and say, "I, I need a blender." Uh, this one, <laughs> it's on sale. No. I do, I do grab whatever's on sale. Uh, I can oh, actually I, use a new blender. It's Rocket Sauce really wants you to appear on there. What's the incentive for for you to appear? Uh, We'd have to... the technological know-how. The I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, that would be. I don't. I don't know how I would do that because it, it they have their their inlays and all that stuff. So I suppose I could put this inside the inlay, so it'd be streamyard inside the thing, and we could talk. Maybe we could just record an episode of Retro Fandango. Wouldn't that be good? That'd be good enough, wouldn't it? <laughs> That's all I do. You'd have to uh, you'd have to stay up late on a Saturday though. Not too late though. Oh, man, I don't know. Um... I remember I did that one stream before, and I can't even remember how I had this whole thing set up, but it involves some cables and things that I, I no longer have. You wouldn't have I to have do it no if idea. no, it, it would just be doing like this, like a streamyard thing, like this. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have to do anything. You would just have to call it, like follow the link like you did, and then you'd come in, and then you wouldn't have to do anything. Hmm. I yes. like that. That sounds really good. <laughs> I don't have to do anything. I don't think. I think I. I think we could do that. Because all I would have to do is I would have to like this would be the window I would capture, hmm. and I would put that uh, onto the stream, and we could just record it, so it doesn't go live. It wouldn't go live to the Retro Fandango channel. It would just hmm. be a recording, but it would be streamed on Twitch. Yeah, you can do that hmm. if you want. It's up to you. I mean, it's your show. You're 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 driving the truck, so yeah. Ah, we you, got do you some. Need a, do you need a hitchhiker sitting there next to you, like, hey, it's a nice truck. We wouldn't you be, drive real far. Wouldn't be the first time I had a uh, backseat driver. Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Actually, that'd be fun to have Sarah <laughs> school <laughs> me on my driving <laughs> techniques. Yeah. Actually, she probably have no I no like this is the everything that I do. It's like okay, Sarah, on December fifth, uh, on the Saturday morning, uh, I'm going to I'm not going to be able. I'm going to have to take that whole morning to do some streaming, you know. And Sarah's her response isn't like, well, you know, you need to get this done or whatever, or we got something to do on that. Her thing is always, do I have to do anything? Does it require me to do anything? And as long as the answer is no, there's nothing extra she has to do, then she's completely fine with it. That's the way to approach it. Uh, Rocket Sauce is here, by the way. He's been here. Oh, gosh. Look at all this stuff he's writing. Man, he's writing a lot of stuff. Uh, he's doing work on computers. He's, I'm, down, I'm two down, one to go. Uh, the I, with the movies. With the movies. Right. That's right. Okay. <laughs> and he's he voted for something else as well. Mm-hmm. I don't. I had fun doing the American Truck Simulator. It was fun because it was easy, and and I find like a lot of times, like when you're streaming, you're playing a game. It's really hard to interact with the chat, you know. Whereas that game right. was 
fairly easy to interact with the chat. Once You'd you have got the to be pretty good at a game in order to do that. Yeah, and I'm not good at any game. So the, this was easy. Like, you get the car, you get the truck set up, and you're on your route, and you're driving along, and you just interact with the chat a little bit. But you got to watch because you might miss your stop or something. Hmm. And then at the end, we broke the game. We just started, I started driving around, smashing into things and all that. That was, that was good times. Word. All right. Um, that's it. I think we covered everything. Check that out. Extra live stream. Starting December 4th. So wait a minute. Um, what, what, is, what are you doing here with this buriedonmars.com? What do you mean? Um, like you, you plugged it at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. It's just my it's just my blog. Yeah, it's just it's, it's been buried on Mars dot com for two months now. Yeah? Yeah. Oh. You should have mentioned it before. I did. Did you? Well, it's actually been printed here under my name beside my name here for a very long time. Uh where? Oh on see, there. See name, yeah, see where my name is? And then beside that it says buried on Mars dot com. Yeah, I never looked at that before. No, obviously not. Well, I Why show up you? here every week. Or like, what do I expect? Something's going to be different? Uh, yeah, there's a whole lot of like ACDC, ACDC, ACDC. Uh, oh, look, there's ACDC shot in the dark. All right. Yeah. It's good. It's good times. Yeah, it's oh, mostly. It up, Van Halen, Led Zeppelin. Okay. Yeah. yeah oh, look, stuff. more ACDC. Yeah. It's uh, number one uh, ACDC site out there. It's mostly just about rock music, about music. Pretty much, uh, yeah. But that's all. Was, that's all good. There's a King Kong in there. Yeah. Well, I've still been doing my movie updates there, yep. where I watch every what I've been watching yeah. every month. I do need to catch up on my letterbox though, because I'm about twenty days behind on that, and I need to uh, get that all caught up. I don't know how you keep up with all these things. Even when you don't keep up with them, you would try to keep up with them. It just seems like so much to to catalog. Well, I mean, as long as you keep at it, you know, it never becomes anything like a big giant task or anything, right? So you just watch a movie. I mark it down while I'm watching the movie so I don't forget. Hmm. And then the next day at some point, I just drop some notes in there. Like in my in my spreadsheet, it's all done. It's all good to go. And then on Letterboxd, I just copy what my review is in my spreadsheet and bring it over into letterbox. That, so, that is dedication. Oh, well, uh, you know, I'm, I'm bored at work. <laughs> There's I a, guess that's and, the thing, right? If, pretty if you, much. If you have the time at work, and, you're not, not going to focus on work. You're always going to think about other things. And it, like, basically like if I am at a keyboard and I'm typing away and I'm doing stuff in that other people think I'm busy, I'm doing stuff. So, right. It, it works out for me. It's a win. I've noticed that I, I try to uh, shuffle as many papers as I can while I'm at work. Cause it, yeah. it looks like I'm doing stuff. That's right. That was the, the one thing like, uh, like if you're walking down the hall, if you're walking around in the hallways at work and you have nothing in your hands, people think, Oh, what are you doing? What's, what's he up to? There's yeah, nothing going a on. Stroll. Yeah. So what you do is legs. you, so you grab, you grab some paper, or in my business, you can grab, back in the day, I don't think you can do this anymore, but back in the day, you could grab a tape 
and walk around with a tape. Mm-hmm. That looks like you have something and you're going somewhere with that tape. So it's time sensitive. Oh, right. That guy is going somewhere with that tape. He mm-hmm. needs to drop that off. Meanwhile, you're just walking around. But you got a tape <laughs> in your hand. Mm-hmm. Pro it's tip. All about, it's all about the accessories. You have a nice prop. Although right now, there's nobody at work to even ask what you're up to. So. Uh, because of the restrictions, yeah, distancing, all yeah, that. all the office staff and that is still all working from home. Mm-hmm. So it's just us uh, operations people that are there, some wow. on-air people. Mm. Yeah, today it was um, very close on whether or not we were going to go on a, another lockdown in my region. Um, but the the premier, who is, pretty, is like a governor of a state. Uh, the premier of Ontario today, just like with within the last hour, uh, he put the city of Toronto on a lockdown and Peel region, which is a region just outside of Toronto. So they're on full lockdown. So that means the restaurants are closed again. The bars are closed again. So the, uh, what's the situation like? You have a, like a whole bunch of reported cases. Like what are your yep, numbers looking yep, like? Yeah. The, the cases are going up and, uh, they're predicting right now if we don't the path that we're on right now by the end of December we're going to be getting twenty thousand cases a day in Canada, mm. which I mean we're only a, a country of we're still smaller than California, you know there's still more people in California than all of Canada, um, so that's like an alarming amount. I, I think right now I think today our numbers are over a thousand in Ontario, mm-hmm. so you know Ontario's like. Population-wise, it's like Illinois. Um, but, you know, the, the problem is, is that, and, you know, I, I get it. Like, you can't just put, like, a, a blanket um, lockdown in the, on the whole province because, you know, there, there are parts of Ontario that are just so barren. There's hardly anybody there, right? Right. So it makes no sense for them to go on lockdown when they have no cases and there's nothing around there. Whereas in... Whereas Toronto is like Chicago. It's the same size. Chicago's a little bigger, but, you know, it, it's all condensed, you know. Right. So that's it's, why they it's go. a major city where you got a whole bunch of people right. gathering around. You, normally, you would have a lot of tourism and everything. Yeah. So in, in my area, in York region, it was on the bubble on whether or not it was going to go on a lockdown. Right now, we're in red. We're, we're a red zone. Oh, you look <laughs> like a U.S. map. <laughs> not uh no it's not a republican thing all right mm. it's weird our liberal color is red and our conservative color is blue what's up with that and then we have the new democratic party who's orange canada yeah we do it the we do it the way we do so the only our, colors i think of canada are red and white yeah well that's the way most people should should think of Red and white, um, but anyways, uh, yeah, they were we were on the bubble on whether we were going to go on a lockdown, because but I, like where we are, where I am, it's uh, kind of off to the side of the rest of the the area, right? Um, the rest of the region, so we're okay here, um, but there's more condensed parts. Like you drive 15, 10, 15 minutes south from us, that's where it gets more condensed. And that's where they're having problems. And they're saying, you know, well, 
couldn't we even shut down just parts of the region, you know, and not have the whole region. But we also, we share a hospital with those people, right? So, you know, if people start getting sick here, we're all using the same resources and all that. But anyways, it turned out today that we didn't go uh, full lockdown anyways in my region. Mm. But I don't know. Well, don't be surprised. We're hitting that season. Yeah. Cold weather's coming in. I mean, where where I am, we're doing okay. Uh, up in Tokyo, the, I think they just hit like 500 cases. So now it's kind of like, ooh, what are we going to do? But you compare that to some, some other places, it's not that bad. No. And, and that's, you know, I'm talking about Tokyo where I am. That's, like, you know, yeah. we, maybe we got like two or three cases every couple of days or something. But it's not that bad. What is it just that they're like people are more disciplined there with wearing the masks and washing? Their I think hands? that's it. Uh, I mean, some countries really seem to have a handle on it. And the one thing about Japan and other parts of Asia is people are kind of accustomed to wearing the masks and people do tend to, you know, be a little kind of reserved. Yeah. I mean, we don't have the, the handshake culture and stuff here. So people n- normally keep their distance and there's not a lot of like uh you know people don't really hug and stuff the way they do in the west you know you meet up you you don't touch each other you bow you just like hang out whatever wearing a mask is you know commonplace so i mean there's still stupid people they go out to bars at night and they're all like crammed in close together that's the thing the the physical distancing space is just limited because everything is so smaller here. So oh, yeah. that's why, that's why Tokyo is having the the big problem because there's so many people up there. Well, in, in bars, you know, you got the loud music and everyone's trying to right. talk over the music and they're spreading yeah. stuff further than it, than it should be. But really the government is uh, still being pretty idiotic because they got this whole, they call it go to travel. There's this whole campaign because the economy suffered so much from uh, the past, you know, year almost. So they got this campaign of saying, Hey, go travel, go, go, go visit places. Yeah. And, you know, we'll send you coupons. If you go travel, you're going to get coupons. You save some money. Um, but then people go out and of course it runs the risk of uh, contaminating other people. So, they're worried about it, but at the same time, they don't want to cancel this whole go-to travel thing. So the latest thing they've said is, well, when you go to a restaurant, what you got to do is you take the mask off, you have a bite, you put that <laughs> mask back on while you chew. Uh. And you take it off, take another bite, put that mask back on. This, this is serious. That's what the government is pushing because they don't want to lock down again. And they don't want to offer any type of other uh, support financially. So just, you, yeah. you better, you know, put that mask up and down every time you take a bite. I'm going to do it too. You know, see, you, that's, you sick, it's your fault. That's the ridiculous part right there is that like all these um, restaurants, bars, gyms, all these uh, businesses that rely on having people in an enclosed space and together and, you know, breathing on each other basically. Uh, they should have been taken care of financially back in back in June. That's where you should have started all this stuff. Just like, look, we'll pay you to stay closed. We'll pay you not to open, yeah. open up, keep your employees right. employed, you know, and they're starting to do it. Like 
like Canada had a big, uh, our, our prime minister had a big uh, news conference uh, this morning and they are taking steps to take care of their rent at least. Uh, some businesses will get up to 90% of their rent taken care of, but probably most likely it would be like 60%, um, which is a huge step forward. You know, you're basically paying these guys to stay closed. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be enough, you know. Government's got to step in and, and help out or, my God, even instead of doing like a full lockdown, if you did like a, alternating schedule you know this this restaurant you guys open up on tuesday and then you know this you guys open up on wednesday yeah i, I mean they they have some things like that like they won't allow that they're uh ha, there was like a bars had to close at 10 o'clock which sounds like well that's kind of stupid like what this covid doesn't care if it's 9:59 or it's 10 01 but a lot what a lot of these bars were doing were uh they called moonlighting where during the evening they are a restaurant slash bar where, you know, the families come in and eat and all that. Maybe, maybe they'll have some music or whatever, but then at 10 o'clock the place changes to a dance club and they bring in the DJ to play the loud tunes and they clear out the tables and make a dance floor. And so, you know, that's the way that they had, getting around having to close like a, as a restaurant and then they could reopen as uh, a dance uh whatever concert place whatever dj i know that sound appealing to me oh uh, me neither i no. i just <laughs> I, I, I only things i didn't i had no idea any of this was happening i only learned about this because i was like well what's the point of these places clo- closing at 10 o'clock and then i looked into it and i'm like oh i see they want these places to stop moonlighting and it's really those things are super spreader events you know because you have right the, the kids in there they're all close there. together they're yelling over the music and boom so right oh. anyways they you know i i was really happy with the the prime minister and his the, the plan and all that today but let me tell you the, the media is starting to like the, the amount of attention that they're giving these stupid see like People ask, like, why do you care in Canada what United States, what the United States does? Just concern yourself with your own country. You shouldn't care about the United States. But yeah, it's monkey. It's there's a lot of monkey see, monkey do stuff. Like a lot of Canadians look at what the United States do and they just think, oh, that's what we should do here or whatever. And the, the stupid comes comes across the border, even though our borders close. The idiocy still like it, it <laughs> finds its way across that border. So like today I'm watching the prime minister and he's laying down the plan and all this stuff. And some reporters come on, they ask some serious question. Then this one dumb idiot reporter gets on there and they're like, what? So you said that you want to reset the economy. And there's a lot of chatter on the internet, which means QAnon, that stupid Q bullshit. Uh, there's a lot of chatter on the internet about uh, this global reset of the economy and everything going to a socialist state and all this, and just going on and on. And, you know, I'm trying to watch this press conference and get some information and all that. And I got to sit and watch the frigging prime minister answer this stuff. So he's got to answer it. And because it's Canada, then he's got to answer it in French because he doesn't want to be misquoted. So he's got to make sure that he answers it in French. And then this idiot reporter gets a follow-up, you know, so it's like five minutes spent on the Stupid, idiotic stuff that's just like I, I hear I hear QAnon and I just want to barf. I want to barf ev- everywhere. I, I already hate conspiracy theories, but the QAnon stuff is just so stupid. It just 
just a complete waste of time. You know, we're in a pandemic. We're supposed to be concerned with important stuff, not your dumb garbage that you want to fool around with on the Internet. <laughs> Drives me nuts. Uh, they, they, they hit a chord with you, huh? Oh, it just drove me nuts, man. Drove me nuts. I was curious that you said uh, the stupid comes over. Within, you know, Canadian society, do you see a lot of people that are like, oh, yeah, Trump there's an- something. He's, he's there's enough. In some sense. There's enough. Like, yeah, there's enough. And it's really uh, disappointing to see. Like, we had last year, it, what was it? The uh, There were these guys that wore these, uh, they were, there was, Supposedly um, supporting the the trucking uh, um, industry in Canada. I can't remember what they called themselves, but they wore those stupid, those vests. They're not, the vests aren't stupid, but they look stupid wearing them. You know, the vests with the cross on them, like, because if you're a trucker and you got to put the vest on when you go outside of your truck to, like, check the tires or whatever, and it's... uh, it's best with a cross or, or like a crossing guard or something like that. You know, like those cross, like the reflective gear. Oh, reflective okay. When gear. you said cross, I'm thinking like a Christian cross. Not a Christian yeah. cross, like <clears throat> a, an X Men cross, like like that. And it's reflective gear, you know, so you can be seen okay. at night. And truckers yeah. tend to wear those uh, because they have to go out of their truck at night and they want to be seen or whatever. So, anyways, it was like again, it was this thing where they had this rally where they were supporting the 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 truckers because the truckers were being stamped. I don't know. It was the messaging was so stupid because they go, they're they're all from the Prairie provinces. They get together and they, they drive down to Ottawa or capital Ottawa and um, they protest and none of them are truckers. You know, they're all just there because they're, they're racist. They're just racist people. And they just found like some stupid reason to gather and get out there. Safety vest. Yes. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> Did Kevin just delete himself from the conversation? <laughs> oh, someday he's going to learn how to push a button. Might as well take a little time to say welcome to Chris Roberts and Kyle. Oh, look, who, look who's back. <laughs> what are you talking about? That was a uh, pregnant pause. I took a pregnant pause. A pregnant pause. Listen. Uh, that's a lesson I learned today. I am one button from taking myself right out. There's a little button on the side of my mouse here that if I press, if I press that, it takes me right out. <laughs> so that was good. You and your gamer mouse. Uh, and Kyle's uh, here. Yes. Trumpism. Mm-hmm. Trumpism is a pandemic in of itself. Yeah. It's, it's just the product of, uh, Propaganda and the bad kind, you know, it's exactly what uh, Hitler was doing in the, in the 40s, in the 30s and the 40s, man. It's how he came to power. Propaganda it, it, is powerful. It's amazing. You know, you just, you stand up on that soapbox and you shout your crazy stuff. You, you, you do it long enough. People will listen. And in the American news, it's so just repetitive. Like they're going on about like, is Trump going to concede or he's not going to, he's never going to concede. Never. Yeah. He's going to go to on his, He's going to be on his deathbed saying how he won the election in 2020. It's never going to happen. So let's move on. I'm, I'm happy that most of them are sticking to the uh, pandemic news. Like mm-hmm. when Rudy Giuliani came out uh, yesterday, I'm pretty sure you saw it, where his hair dye was running down the side of his face because yeah. he was sweating so bad, which it's just kind of beautiful how that guy cannot get a press conference together without like one minute he's in front of 
the Four Seasons landscaping uh, company, and the next he's got the hair dye running down his face. So that's kind of nice to see. But it was nice to see that when he was out spewing his crazy, the only uh, American uh, network that was covering it was uh, uh, Fox News, and the rest all were talking about the pandemic stuff. So that was that was pretty nice to see. Yeah, it, I I kind of reached my point with all that a little while ago. I, I check in. I'm hearing myself in a feedback loop now. Actually, I kind of hear myself too a little bit, but I got headphones on. Yeah, me too. That's gone now. Mm. That was weird. But yeah, I can't watch. Uh, I, I check in here and there, and it's like, ah, it's still that again. Nothing new. Yeah. It, it's all working to his favor, though, because you know they got to have something on it. The Republicans just don't want to lose the, the voter turnout that they got and yep. they, they can't do anything to make it sound like they're giving up or giving in because they got this whole like militant power, you know, if they, if they show any weakness, they're just going to fade away. Meanwhile, they're going on about like, well, you know, we, they gave Al Gore 37 days to do something. Yeah. Well that, that was one state and it was 500, a difference of 500 votes. Mm-hmm. So obviously you could see where they would want to take a little more time with that. Not where right. it's what it's like five or six States. All of them are at least 10,000 right. or more vote. 10,000 or, or even greater, or more, like way more hundred thousand or something. Yeah. You know? So dude, you lost the election time, time to move on. But it's just so funny to see what the spin is sometimes. Hmm. Anyways. So, um, yeah. How are you feeling, I added by the way? Some stuff. Are, are you feeling? Are you feeling okay? I, look at me. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Let me add him. I'm, I'm Trump. Did you drink from the Rona? Did you drink uh, lots of tea with honey, or what was your what was your cure? Uh, I had uh, a lot of uh, lemon tea and honey tea and some good bed rest. Good. Um, no, it was all just the the seasonal change. Just had to spit up a few wads of phlegm and. Now I'm back. Is it nice there? What's the weather like? It's really nice. Um, yesterday was was technically cold, but it was still like you didn't need a jacket. It's just mm. chilly. It's just like, ooh, it's brisk out here yeah. in, in kind of a nice way. Take a walk around. The weather's been scary warm here, like global warming. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, you should be under like eight feet of snow by now. Yeah, and it was uh, 16 degrees today. So mm-hmm. I went out and I uh, put out the Christmas lights. Oh, look yeah. at that. Yeah. Normally, how, I, how many Christmas lights do you put up? You put oh, not a lot. Do you do the uh, Griswold around the top no. and everything? There's no zero ladder involved. So we have like our, our stairs going up to the, um, to the front door. It's like the 70s, you know, that iron uh, handrail, mm-hmm. you know, like that. So I just put the, the Christmas lights like in a V up and down. Just the laziest way you can just yep. throw Sir's... them on the rail. If they stay there, fine. If they fall on the ground, fine. No, I use tie wraps. I tie them up with the tie wraps. So they'll, they'll stay on there, but uh, that's all I do. That's, that's the effort I put in, hmm. but Sarah says it looks pretty. So there you go. There you go. Tis the season. You gotta, you gotta, Support the cause. At least people can drive by in their cars and, and their masks and their bubbles and their face shields and they can yeah. see some lights. Right. And 
you just uh, made them feel a little better about their day. And not think we're heathens, even though technically I am. But I think you have to believe to be a heathen. I think that's the rule. Right. You, you have to like believe in the something. Back. You have to believe in something <clears throat> to be a heathen, I think. <clears throat> but anyway. You don't believe in anything, huh? I, I believe that we're here, and I, I, I have no idea why. I've no, no one, I don't think anyone has any idea why. I think people made up stories to try to answer the question, but I don't right. think anyone has the real answer. What do you do when you're, when you're down? Like when you're in a, a bad place and you got you know, something serious in your head, you ever find yourself you know, talking to somebody? You may not even know who, but you got that like, hey, if anyone's out there, you know, I can no, really no. use a little help on this or that. <laughs> no, no, never did no. that. No, I mean, when I was a kid, I, I grew up a Catholic and all that. And I was actually looking at a, um, it's not still here. Uh, I was look, when, I, when I found those Star Trek cards, uh, I found in there my old journal from when I was a kid. And uh, I, I, one of my entry points was this, this kid who was a bully, who one of the kids was a bully that used to beat me up. His dad died. His father died. Mm-hmm. And uh, I put in the journal, you know, I feel bad, even though the kid beats me up in that. I feel really bad for him. But it's really weird. It's really awkward to think now that this kid's dad is watching me and can see everything I do. <laughs> and I'm like, man, you see, that's what religion does, man. It puts just the dumbest things in people's heads. Like, that's that's what I was that's what I was taught, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, your grandma's your, your grandpa's up in heaven and he's looking down on you and he can see everything you do. You know, and I just like like. Man, the stuff I used to worry about. Boy, that was the creepiest feeling when you when you think like, wow, yeah, they're watching everything I yeah. do all the everything. time. They got yeah. nothing better to do up there than just yeah. to watch me. Yeah. And so, judge me. That's why you would uh you would masturbate under the sheets so no one <laughs> up to heaven could see you. <laughs> I mean, that's what I heard people do. I was reading the right. Bible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, I was, I was no joke. I was thinking exactly about this whole topic of spirituality and stuff as I was driving home yesterday. And I don't even know what sparked it, but uh, I had a very similar train of thoughts going through my head. Yeah. And it's no like I, all the power to people who believe it. I actually jealous of people who have like some sort of connection, you know, cause it's very, it's very comforting you know, to think that there's somebody there to help you out. And that's, and I understand like a lot of people need it. They need it. You know, right, there's no, right. like I've had conversations with people, like none of the stuff to me makes any sense. Like the, the, the old Testament's like, uh, it's supposed, it's supposedly written by Moses, right? Like Moses wrote the old, a lot of the old Testament, but he wrote it all in first person. Because when you read it, it's like Moses did this. Moses, why would you just say I did this? I did that. I did like that. Does stuff like that just doesn't make any sense to me. But anyways, I, I got yelled at by someone um, in high school, I guess, because he was like super religious, and, uh, and we were talking about the Bible for some reason. I was like, you know, uh, but uh, what was it? It, basically, I got in trouble for saying something. Like, oh, well, God didn't write the Bible. You know, people did. He's like, what do you mean God didn't write the Bible? God intervened and made everybody write everything down. And like, oh, no, but it's like, you <laughs> know, you got all these, yeah, you got 
all these different authors and stuff contradicts itself. Maybe the problem is with Catholicism because it couldn't lock us in. We got to go talk to Joe Biden and see what keeps him going. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, and even the Bible that is that exists today was put together like hundreds of years after Jesus was here. They had their PR team get together and yeah. slap together a, a nice package there. Totally. It was just a bunch of guys who, because there was the Dead Sea Scrolls that they discovered, and they just kind of picked and chose like what they wanted to, what the Bible to be. And a lot of it has been edited, too. It's not exactly taken down word for word, but. I don't know if we're supposed to be talking about this. We we started we off as a video game be because we've <laughs> irritated some people with the politics talk, and uh, we, we want to go one step further. Sure, why not? Al- alienate everybody. Did we annoy anyone? I didn't hear if we annoyed anyone. The politics talk. It's like uh, Richard cough there. I still mute myself when I cough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. If you irritate somebody about it, you're not really going to know. They're just going to. Mm, it depends. It depends on who yeah, you irritate. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, Kyle but, says, I go to the Church of Vinyl. That, that is true. That's true. The records. If you want to go like uh, down to hardcore beliefs, the, the thing that really um, keeps me going is, is as silly as it sounds, I, uh, I just try to follow the prime directives set forth by Starfleet. Oh, be, a man. Good, be a good person, you know? Yeah. That's th- that's just what I do. I just like the golden rule: do unto others as they have do unto you. I'm not always good at it. That's from the Bible. I don't think that is. I don't know. I, I don't think it is. It's definitely not one of the Ten Commandments. Why is it? That's what they, that's what they tell you is like being a good person isn't good enough. You have to embrace, uh, you know, the power of God and all that. Yeah. But they still allow that whole deathbed conversion thing you know you could be a jerk your entire life but yep. then like right at the end just yeah oh, just confess your your th- save sins. me but that's god forgiving you that's not humanity forgiving uh, you so i don't know i don't know i don't know the whole thing I've, I've had this this conversation with people who are hardcore religious too i never understood like if somebody lived their entire life as a good person and they just didn't believe in god that was just not their thing right but they never you know they went to work whatever they just live their life without bothering anyone, right? They are going to go to hell because they never believed in God. But the person who went out and killed 20 people, right. went, in, went in a van, drove down the, the city of uh, Toronto the, on the sidewalks and just knocked off 20 people. <laughs> but uh, before they, uh, you know, uh, before he, he died, we don't have the death penalty here. So we have to wait for him to rot in prison and then eventually die. Uh, as long as he, you know, confesses sins and uh, says he believes in God, he's going to go to heaven. I, I never understood that. I don't get that at all. Now, I'm sure somebody of faith would probably tell you there's a little more to it than that. And they'd give you some sort of. Uh... Well, the person I was talking to just said, yes. That's that's Whoa, well, that's, like, well, that doesn't make any sense to me. And there's like, well, that's what that's the way it is. Those are the, those are the rules. Yeah. You went to Catholic school as a kid. Yep. Until yeah, grade. See, like we weren't allowed to really question things. If you had a question about it, they they they, you know, like a politician trying to dodge a question. 
you know, it was the same thing. The teacher would just be like, oh, that's in the Bible. You, you just, you know, that's what it is. Don't, don't worry about that. You know, your question, this was written a long time ago. Your question doesn't really match. It's just do, do your work, you, you know, just quickly get off the subject. Yeah, I well, I don't know if we were allowed to question things either. I just did never, but I never asked the teachers on it. And like that, I came to my thing like in my early twenties. You know, I really like I didn't know uh, what to believe. You know, and then I started looking at other religions. Like I started looking at because uh, really it was that Simpsons episode, right? Like where where Lisa, like she just she just was not jiving with the Catholic religion. So she starts like looking into Buddhism and she's like, Simpsons are uh, Protestant, I believe they're not Catholic. Right. They have a reverend. Right. And yeah, we, uh, right, right, right. Okay. Sorry. Whatever. Um, They're they're all the same to me. I know that gets people upset. I can't tell. (laughs) I couldn't tell you. I get that question all the time from people here is like, what's the difference between this and that? I don't know. Yeah. they got slightly different details. It's like, it's funny because because Sarah was raised Baptist and like she brings up like how uh, disgusting the Pope is and the Catholic Church is and all that and that's what that's how they feel you know like because that is not they're not following the Bible they're following false idols you know because Catholic religion is very much about uh, saints and, right and Mary you all your and people Joseph. down here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's like, you know, like if you're having uh, if there's certain things bothering you in your life, you're supposed to pray to a certain saint. There's one saint, St. Anthony, I think if you lost something, you know, you pray to St. Anthony and he'll find it for you. That's that's how, the you know, that's just that, that kind of feels like Buddhism because there are like different gods of everything. You know, whatever yeah. you got, there's a God for it. Anyways, I started, I think my mother-in-law had a book about all the different religions and that. And I borrowed it and I started reading, you know, doing research on like, okay, maybe Catholicism isn't my thing, but I'll, I'll look at these other religions. And I started reading them like, man, these are all just kooky. None of these make any sense. So well, to see, me, that's, that's the thing though, that I'm sure you'll get an argument from someone of faith and you don't want to like, I'm the same way. If that helps you fine. Yeah. Just don't try to convert me. And if I'm okay with whatever you're believing, please be okay with whatever I'm believing. Show me that courtesy. But when you take an established religion like like uh, Christianity or Judaism or Hinduism or whatever you got, and then you compare it to the crackpot down the street who's like worshiping a turnip you know, and it's like, this is my religion. And he honestly believes that there's really no difference between any of them, except the fact that the turnip guy does not have a historically acknowledged religion. Yeah. You can't prove anything one way or another in any of these. It's all just your own gut telling you, this is what's good for me. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Go for it. No. That's that's what I mean. Like when the Baptists look down on the Catholic people because they, I'm like, your religion's just as kooky, man. There's exactly. No, you believe in kooky stuff too. You believe a guy built a boat three thousand years ago and got two of everyone on the boat, and uh, you know, if two of everything, and then every animal. L- let the inbreeding commence right after. Yeah, what what's up with that? I don't know. Wow. I, this I, is what happens when we don't play enough games. That's right, or watch other stuff. I do have some things. I do have that, some. 
those are the buffer ideas, you know, that, that keeps us from, from letting loose what's actually going on in our heads. Uh, here's Kyle. He says, politics, religion, now you need to talk about sex. Sir does not like uh, me talking about sex, so I can't. I can't. Religion, I'm, I'm okay with. I, I will. Yeah. You're going to get in trouble. I will. Uh, he says, I, I like, uh, this is Kyle again, I like Vox's idea of just following the Prime Directive, which is largely put together by his boy, Captain Archer. Boy. Oh, is this a spoiler? Is this a spoiler? I haven't got that far yet. Okay, way to steer the conversation to some Star Trek, uh, Once Kyle. you get towards the end of season four, Archer uh, debunks all major religions and, and just promotes science. See, that's the thing, too. I know religious <laughs> people that love Star Trek, mm-hmm. and there's no religious stuff in star trek like they the bajorans and other races will be highly religious but if you look at starfleet uh and and any of the humans they they often dodge that you know whenever the topic of spirituality comes up uh they they kind of sidestep it like you know we believe in science so it it kind of seems to be that within Star Trek's future, they really have abandoned major religion. Yeah. There's some things like I think Christmas is brought up a couple of times and uh, mm-hmm. like there was, you probably got to the episode where Captain Kirk uh, marries a couple of uh, marries a couple on the ship. Yes. I think it was a very yes. early episode. And I believe yes, yes. that was like, that was insinuated that they were in like the, the ship's chapel in a way, but there was no symbol of any sort of. There were no religion. symbols of any kind, and you know they they cut out of that to get to the main story. Right. You know? Yeah. Fairly quick. But so. uh, there there was even one. It's one of those Picard quotes where he's like, um, I forget what happened in the episode, but it was about this. There was this uh, culture, and they had come out of the time of believing in fantasy and stuff and had embraced science. And for whatever reason, uh, Starfleet wanted him to like kind of get them back and just like, you know, don't tell them about this. And he's like, no, you want me to send them back to the dark ages where they're believing in, in fantasy right. is like, yeah. I won't do it. You know? Yeah. Well, that, that's where like they get worried about them worshiping, them right like because they have all this technology in that so when they go right. see a primitive society in that they, uh, the primitive society will believe they're the people from in the federation are gods because they can do all these things they have all these abilities oh, i don't i don't know if it's the same episode as that but there's one great picard moment where um somebody beams up and she sees him and she kneels down in front of yeah, him yeah and he's yeah. like get up you must not kneel to me yeah you do not wish it I do not deserve it. Right, right. Yeah. That is, that is great. That's a good line. Yeah. Good stuff, Picard. He's always, always got the and good he, lines. He looks so physically uncomfortable in the scene. You know, yeah. It's, just, it's great. Yeah. I wish I carried over <laughs> into, the, <laughs> into the new series. Mm. Damn. Okay. Are you watching Discovery well, or are you still pulling clips from that? Uh, yeah. No, no, I have not. I, I watched like one, like the, the first episode, some of it again, like I just kind of tuning in and out and then the other episode, but that was it. That was, 
I mean, everybody says that the show keeps getting is getting better in that. And every time I w- look at it, it looks like it's the same. They're stuck in the same rut that they've been stuck in since season one. So I, I don't know what people are talking about. But I saw I, I, until like the series ends now, I think at this point and like everyone said, oh, I had a really good ending. Maybe I'll watch the ending. But I really have no desire to watch that show. The show is broken and doesn't seem like they have any way to fix it. Hmm. But uh what they did seem to fix and then cancel was uh, Enterprise because I have been, I did watch another episode of that. So I was in uh, part two of the, um, uh, the um, Tellarites and Andorians. Right. The Tellarites and Andorians with Jeffrey, Jeffrey Coombs. Combs. Um, right. Combs. Right. It's Ernie. See, my hero growing up was Mr. Dressup, who was played by Ernie Coombs. Mr. Dressup. That's right. What is that? He was Mr. Dressup, and every Canadian knows this. Mr. Dressup is the cool version of Mr. Rogers. Get out of town. Mr. Mr. Dressup. Dressup was way better than Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers was good. Mr. Rogers no was about great. It. He was good. He was good, but he was a little dry. He can get a little boring at times. Mr. Dressup was fun. Mr. Dressup could draw. He had puppets. He had the tickle trunk. Oh, wow. Yeah. He is like, he completely ripped off Mr. Rogers' style. Look at this. Absolutely not. Oh, Absolutely my goodness. Absolutely not. Ernie Coombs had a style of his own, and he was fantastic, and he is a Canadian hero. And yeah, no, he's fantastic. Any Canadian. Why, why is he called Mr. Hill. Dress Up? Because he would dress up. He had a tickle <laughs> trunk, and he'd open it up and he'd dress up. Tickle trunk. That's right. That's right. Look at Techno Dork nose. Mm. Mr. Dressup was badass. Boom. Because he's a Canadian. Every Canadian knows Mr. Dressup. They grew up. You had PBS. You had the CBC. You could choose which one you wanted. And like I said, I, not, not knocking Mr. Rogers at all. He was good. But we had a real treasure with Ernie Coons, man. They still run his show. His, the guy's been dead for 20 years. They still run it because... Canadians want their kids to grow up watching Mr. Dressup. And his show was timeless because he would just talk about, you know, kids and their emotions and their feelings. And, and he was fun. He was fun. Mr. Rogers did that. Yeah, but Mr. Rogers, like I said. Fish. He had fish. Like I said, Mr. Rogers was a little dry. He was, he was okay. He was good. You know, you watch him. Okay. But, you know, Mr. McFeely would come and visit. That'd be the highlight. And then he'd go away. And then you're stuck with, you know, Mr. Rogers puppets who were, who were okay, but they just, they were not Mr. Dressup, man. Mr. Dressup's puppets. Thank you, Rocket Sauce. You stole my line. No, Tom Hanks did not do a movie about Mr. Dressup because Americans are ignorant and they don't know about Mr. Dressup. And if they would enlighten themselves and find out about Mr. Dressup, Tom Hanks would do three movies about Mr. Dressup. Maybe you get a uh, Jim Carrey to do one. There you go. Techno Dork. If Tom Hanks were Canadian, he would have. Boom. Boom. Treasure, man. Treasure. It makes me feel good to be Canadian when I talk about Mr. Dressup because, you know, we had the best of both worlds. We could watch Mr. Rogers, but we also had Mr. Dressup. He's our ace. Isn't that in the something? Pocket. Isn't that something that we we have more um, uh, pride? And nostalgia for our childhood television personalities than any of our politicians. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Mr. Dressup taught me way more than any sort any politician ever taught me. So right, you know, I can believe it. I I will check out Mr. Dressup. I'm the guy could draw, man. Yeah, well, show some YouTube videos to your kids, man. They will love Mr. Dress Up. The guy could draw, too. He was just an ace drawer. He would just grab that marker, everything, a permanent marker, and just come up with, like, a perfect cartoon thing every single time. He was he was, he was the bomb, man. Had the hmm. songs. Had Where's the, the had... Mr. Dress Up Funko Pop? Again, that's all American stuff, man. Like, hmm. Canadians don't... Uh, we don't, don't get you have stuff. a Canadian version of that? No, we don't. We don't. You don't. You don't go into your Target and find Mr. Dress Up no. faded T-shirts. But if they did, if they had a, if they had a Mr. Dress Up, a Funko Pop, and a Casey and a Finnegan, I would buy. I'd buy all three. I have the full set. Word up! Campaign. Word up! Let's go, Canadian CC. Let's take let's take over the CC and get everyone in the cartridge club watching Mr. Dress Up. Make CC great again. That's right. Campaign. And it's not anything against I will not do a campaign to make it against Mr. Rogers. He's just a comparison. Mr. Rogers was good too. I don't I don't want to disparage Mr. Rogers. How did we you, fill 56 you will, minutes with this You crap? will bash religion all day long, but oh, yeah. you're not going to touch Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Mr. Rogers was a good guy, man. Good guy. No, no problem with that guy. You know, and I think, I think he was religious, too. I'm not sure. I can't remember from the movie Probably. if he was. But, you know, that's fine. It's all good. Uh, CC needs the CanCon. That's right. CanCon is Canadian content. That is something all of our networks and radio stations have. Is uh, There has to be a percentage of whatever they air to be uniquely Canadian. That's where Bob and Doug McKenzie came from. Okay. Because they had – so in Canada, we, can, we ran less commercials on the program SCTV, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, because we ran less commercials, we – but more content, more show, show content in there. So they wanted to make uh, that content to be uniquely Canadian to run in the Canadian market. So that's where they were in. That's where they created Bob and Doug McKenzie. And it was only supposed to run in Canada because it was only supposed to be jokes that Canadians would get. But it became a hit in, uh, in the States because I'm Americans gonna like wager, making fun of us. I'm going to wager that there are Bob and Doug McKenzie Funko Pops. I don't think there are. I know I I've know. seen some action figures. Maybe it was there, McFarlane back in the day. Yes, there was uh, McFarlane, uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie's. I do remember those. Uh, you got to have some Canadian representation in those Funko Pops. I don't know. I don't know if they do. Are there like kids in the hall action figures? I don't think so. No, the closest you can get is uh, Rick Moranis from um, Little Shop of Horse. Oh, vinyl art. Bob and Doug McKenzie vinyl art. Maybe here. Oh, yeah. Uh, They're not Funko Pops, but they're... They got something. They do have something. Okay. Well, I'm guessing, yeah, that means it's probably going to be quite a while before you get a Mr. Dress-Up. Uh, I, I don't think it'll ever happen. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe. Lead the charge. 
Here you go. See, Techno Direct. See, he's like a, he's a good Canadian. He'll remind everyone of who the Canadians are. So you got Eugene Levy, Dan Aykroyd, John Candy, Michael J. Fox, Justin Bieber. Don't forget that guy. I bet you he'll get a Funko Pop. Hey, we got Brian Joyner joining us. Mr. Rogers was indeed, in fact, an ordained Presbyterian minister. Presbyterian. Okay, well, there you go. There you go. Fun fact. Fill us in, Kevin. What's the difference between a Presbyterian, a Baptist, and a Mormon? Well, I know Baptists follow the Bible. Like that's they just, <laughs> no that common ground for everybody. No, because like that, for that like I like I said, like I said, the Catholicism, the Bible is part of uh, Catholicism, right? But like in the Bible, it says you shall not Sorry, worship. It's usually the spark. <laughs> that's usually what sets things off, right? But like, it, like it doesn't. We don't follow it like <clears throat> to the T, right? Whereas in Baptists, they follow it more closely. I sure do. Eye for an eye. That's what I remember. And the Mormons can't they? Uh, they can have more than one wife, right? Isn't that the? Yeah, that's them, right? Yeah, I think so. I remember that from Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, Keanu Reeves too. Yeah, Keanu Reeves is Canadian. Really? Ryan Reynolds is Canadian. Uh, Pamela, uh, Pamela Anderson, Canadian. Yeah, I know that one. Kids in the Hall are Canadian. Do Canadians <laughs> actually like Kids in the Hall? Ryan asks. Yes, I love Kids in the Hall. Crushing uh, your head, crushing your head. Uh, J Rock and I used to talk about Kids in the Hall. We connected on Kids in the Hall. Love it. I do thank you. I do thank you for Jim Carrey. Oh, I thank you for thanking me of Jim Carrey, Kyle. I think it means he thanks us for Jim Carrey. Yes. There you go. Okay, I actually have some things to talk about. Just a few things. A couple movies few movies and then i want to get to the x-men movies because i'm going to uh rank all the x-men movies so get ready because okay. i oh, caught up I, I caught up and watched all the x-men movies and i'm ready to rank them the how worst the first okay okay <clears throat> <laughs> okay you're right so i just had a question but i'm just gonna let you do your thing before we get to the x-men okay well i just wanted to mention i watched uh, a movie called hell or high water with stars uh, Jeff uh, Bridges. And uh, it was a great kind of 70s throwback movie. It also has Chris Pine, who has played the modern Captain Kirk. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was about Chris Pine and his brother going on these uh, bank robbing sprees in uh, Texas and like these obscure towns in Texas. And Jeff Bridges plays a sheriff who is uh, 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 chasing them. And it felt it just felt like a good old seventies movie. It had car chases in them and that, and just some really shady characters with some good characters, a lot of heart. And you know, not everybody was like one hundred percent good or one hundred percent bad. Everyone had like shades of gray to them, and um, it was just good times. So, uh, if you're looking for a movie like that, uh, Hell or High Water, and Jeff Bridges was good in it. Uh, and then another movie I watched with Jeff Bridges in was called uh, Bad Times at the El Royale, which is a hotel. So it's like it takes place at this hotel that's right on the California and Nevada border. I'm not sure why <laughs> it didn't make any sense, like why that was important. I suppose it had to do with uh, some symbolism or something like that. But I didn't enjoy the movie as much because it was more um, styled in substance. 
You know, there mm-hmm. wasn't like I, you know, just the story wasn't as as good in there. There's some good performances in it, but the movie was two and a half hours long, and it felt like it could be two hours easily if they just cut out some of the fat. It was one of those movies where something occurs and then it shows you that thing occurring from all the other characters perspective. Whereas if they just showed it in a linear, you know, it would have been done in two minutes instead of like two minutes, two minutes, two minutes, and just stupid things like that were just added too much time, but it was okay, but not great. Okay. Okay. X-Men movies. Okay. Now my first question, how many X-Men movies are there? Because I know three, and then three Wolverine movies, mm. and then they had the, the like the origin. Yes, was it like no one, one of the origin two or there was only one origin movie, the first that, class one, right? Oh, the, okay, you're talking about okay because there's Cause Wolf, there's there's the three X Men movies, then there's okay, three just, Wolverine. Oh, instead of you figuring out, let me just answer you answer the question for you, okay? So the number Thank of you. movies are is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So there are ten X-Men movies. Some people count the Deadpool movies, because technically that's in the same cinematic universe, but I am not going to count the Deadpool Look at movies. that, it's rocket sauce. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so uh, yeah, I'm not counting them. So there are ten X-Men movies. There are four with the... Uh, the new class there okay. are three three with the original and then there are two uh wolverine movies three wolverine movies oh right three okay yeah i was gonna i was gonna count logan as a different one but if you want to count that one as a wolverine movie then we'll say three wolverine movies okay 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 all right 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 okay so so how are you doing this? Worst to best? Or? Worst, worst to best, worst to best. Okay. Um, so let me just talk about. So I, I, I was watching the X Men movies because basically, the new X Men movie, Dark Phoenix, came onto my um, PVR. Right. It was coming up to record the. I, I so I wanted to record the movie. This is way back in May. And when it comes to the X-Men movies, I couldn't, like, I didn't really have everything straight in my head. Every time I watch it, I'm like, I have no idea what the hell they're talking about when they go flashback into things because it's been 10, 15 years since I watched, like, the first movie or whatever. So I wanted to do it right, and I went and I rewatched all the other movies, and I finally watched all those, and then I watched Dark Phoenix. The problem, so I think, I think, there's, only, I think there's only two bad movies in the entire series. The rest are pretty good. So let me just tell you right now, at the bottom, at the bottom, way down at the bottom, this is actually, it's off a steep cliff, I think, is the latest X-Men movie. So that's the, that's the worst one, X-Men Dark Phoenix. Okay. Let, me tell you, let me tell you why. With the uh, origin, with the, the younger team, the new class, um, I, I always felt that the uh, casting was really well done. You know, they, always, they, they, they picked some really good people to play uh, who, you know, whoever played, you know, Professor X, they picked a good actor to play the young Professor X, picked a good actor to play the young uh, Mystique and all that. It was all good, all good stuff. But um, with this movie and the movie before it, they picked Sophia Turner from the um, uh, Game of Thrones series to play Jean Grey. And her acting is very flat, which works 
in Game of Thrones because there's always like it's really depressing, you know, and everything she's going through is really depressing. So it works in there. She would never get really too excited about when good things happen or, you know, bad things happen. She kind of has to, you know, check herself out. So it works for that. But for in this comic book movies, it doesn't really work. I'm, now I'm reading the comments. Okay. They're so. criticizing you before you've even said I know. it. No. Just, I think the fact that you said they're all pretty good except for two. I'm sorry, but they all <laughs> are pretty good except for two. And I know, I know Ryan has like some strong opinions, but just let me, let me, let me, let me explain myself. Okay. So Dark Phoenix, here's the problem with Dark Phoenix is that Sophia Turner, she's playing the Jean Grey. And um, this whole thing where Jean Grey turns into the phoenix which she doesn't have control of the power like the powers of like she like it's just an entity that's beyond her right like she's mm-hmm. jean gray she has she's got the mind control things but she's got bigger powers within her and if she lets them out she turns into this dark phoenix thing right they've done this now this was the third time that they've done this in the theory in the series it has become the um death star of, of star wars it's like the same thing over and over mm-hmm. again like i don't like they did it at the end of uh, x-men 3 you know where she became the phoenix they did it in the last movie um what was the last movie apocalypse and they do it again in this movie it's just too much with the phoenix so enough with the phoenix already mm-hmm. plus they gave they gave, i can't remember the guy's name but it wasn't brian singer who did it they gave it to some other guy who did the writing and the directing and it just wasn't very good. It was like oh, I think for they part had three or for this. This new is one? fourth. This is the fourth of the first class. So I okay. think that they just had like the guys, the people under contract to make another movie, and they just said, "Well, let's just make another movie with this guy." And it just mm-hmm. seemed like the story wasn't very good. Okay. Okay, so that one was bad. The next bad movie, I think you would agree with I, me. I'm I'm probably gonna guess this one. Go ahead. Go ahead. Guess. Guess what the next one. Is. Uh, the first Wolverine movie. I always hear bad things about that. Wolverine Origin X Men. You know what? Wolverine. There's three. There's three bad movies. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct. There are three bad movies. Okay. So, and, no, no. The next, the next bad one is uh, X Men: The Last Stand, aka X Men Three. Three. Yeah. Yeah. I think we talked about this movie in the past, but it's just uh, th- it's, this is one at least I've seen, and it was a big disappointment. Yeah. Yeah, it's that, not. That's when Brian Singer stepped away, and they brought in uh, Brett Ratner, who right. did the okay. Rush Hour movies to do it. Right. Yeah. So that movie just—it's not very good. You got the guy with the, the spikes coming out of him that just right just the worst yeah. useless character, and it's the first time that the whole Phoenix thing happens, and they they kill off. Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert: they kill off uh, Scott. Right, and they don't give him like any sort of send off or anything like that. He's off screen death for yeah, major it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was bad. So that one was bad. Okay, third bad movie. This is a bad one too. Is the X Men Origins, the Wolverine. Um, that one, yeah, just had no. It was lost. That movie's just lost. They have no idea what the heck they were doing with mm. that movie. Um, they wanted uh, Deadpool. Deadpool's in it, and it's Ryan Reynolds who plays him, but he's like this weird version of Ryan uh, Deadpool. It's, it's the studio's version of Deadpool. Yeah, that apparently he was complaining the entire time, saying the fans are going to kill you for switching him around like this. Yeah. Right, right. Um, but it's just, it's not a very good movie. 
Okay. That one I, I've seen most of it. Yeah, it seemed pretty bad. Okay, so now we're getting into the good movies. These are these are like this is good. It's a good movie. It's not great. It's not fantastic, but it's a good movie. And the weakest of the good movies is X-Men Apocalypse. Now, I know a lot of people don't like this movie. They, they they got problems with it or whatever. I think Apocalypse is portrayed one way in the comics, and he's then he's not that way in the movie or something. I don't know. I just watching the movie, right? I'm just watching the movie as a movie. Uh, X Men Apocalypse has some problems. It has some scenes that made me cringe. Don't don't uh, spoil it because I do. I'm not, not going to spoil it. Um, some of it involved uh, uh, Sophia Turner and her her acting because she portrays Jean Grey in this as well, but there were a lot of good ideas uh, in the movie. So apocalypse, I'm just going to say apocalypse is a guy that he's like a really strong uh, mutant and he can help other mutants uh, evolve their powers, right? If they're just like basically unleash their full potential. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like, he would touch them and stuff like that. And, you know, they would become more powerful because they would realize what more they do. And it was kind of a neat thing where he did what he did with Magneto is he didn't really uh, give him extra power because he was, Magneto's already really strong. But what he did was he showed him how to uh, tap into the metal that's in rocks and that, and like not just metal itself, but like the, the parts of metal and he's actually he's able to like now he's able to break things down like he can tell t- uh take a whole building down right because the bricks mm-hmm. have minerals in them so basically he can manipulate minerals now so there's like a lot of cool ideas i thought that was in that movie and i thought it worked i thought it worked well okay so now we're getting into better than good we're getting into like okay these are some this is some great really good stuff i'll say really good uh, okay so the, so my next one is, uh, and I, I'm actually surprised it's this low on the list. I thought it'd be higher, uh, but it's X2, aka X Men wow. 2. Yeah, yep. okay. I thought it would be higher, but X Men 2 has some parts in it that drag a little. It's not as well tight of a movie as the the first X Men, and uh, if it weren't for those things, parts that drag a little, I, I think I would have enjoyed it a little more. But um, you know, it's really all about the ending. That kind of uh, Empire Strikes Back ish ending of X Men Two that leaves you on that big cliffhanger, but then you realize that you gotta watch X Men Three if you want a conclusion <laughs> to this yeah. story. So it kind of sucks. So you know, I, I kind of feel that way about the um, what was that movie? Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like the first movie was kind of by the numbers. It wasn't that you know it's kind of okay, but then the second movie was really good. So it made the first movie better, you know, because you're getting all the characters and then they go on to a great adventure. Whereas this, it's like, okay, this was good, but then, you know, it's not going to go anywhere. So, um, okay. So now we're getting, uh, we're getting a little better now, even, even better. I would put the next movie, the Wolverine, just the plain old, the Wolverine. That's the one where he goes to Japan and he fights mm. ninjas and there's the old man there. You saw that movie, right? Nope. Okay. Well, watch that one because that one's good. There's an old okay. man there that he, he knew from the past that he uh, helped out during World War II because Wolverine is like super old um, and doesn't age. So, but this this friend of his ages and uh, it's just good stuff. It's just a fun movie. If you want to watch Wolverine, go around fighting ninjas. It's good times. Okay. Okay. Next, I'm going with X-Men First Class. 
So this is the first movie with the the new crew. So really just a fun fun movie. You're you're introduced to all the characters again. Again, great casting in that movie. All the young kids that they got to play uh, the older characters were really fun. And then uh, you know Kevin Bacon's in it and he plays a, a good villain. I thought really? yeah, I thought I thought he made a, a really good villain in it. And um, yeah, it's just a fun movie that surprises you towards the end. It, it was kind of surprising to see what was happening towards the end. Uh, so that was my next one. Okay. Uh, next, I went with the original X-Men. That mm-hmm. still is a good movie, even though it has some CG in it that is has not aged too well. And right. that 2000, final, that movie. The 2000 X-Men. And in that scene in the Statue of Liberty doesn't make too much sense. Like, why doesn't Storm just use her... Powers, right. whatever. Yeah. yeah, a little little lapse yeah. in judgment there. Oh, I forgot. I forgot about that too. In X Men: Dark Phoenix, Storm fights this guy. This guy who has his power is that he's got these dreadlocks, and the dreadlocks that like, can whip around and whip at him. So she's like throwing, you know, lightning at him, and it's not doing like he's dodging it and that, and he's like trying to whip her with his dreadlocks. It was so bad. It was terrible. Like they, I don't know what they did to Storm in that movie because. Now, she should be able to kick better ass than that. Okay. Next, I know this is a movie that you're not so high Sorry. On. How many are left? Two. We're at the second best X-Men movie of all time. I know you're not oh, a huge okay. fan of it, so... but I, I love it. I think it's good. And that is Logan. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a great um, wrap-up to a couple of stories for a couple of characters. I'm trying not to spoil it. That's why I'm being... I thought that was a great wrap up for those two characters. And uh, I've watched it like three or four times now. And every time I watch it, it just flies on by. I know you had some problems with it, but the problems you had, I didn't have. Okay. Number one of all time, the best X-Men movie. Such a great science fiction idea in this movie. And it's so good. And it actually has mostly both of the casts in this movie. They come together in this movie and it has such a great ending too. It's X-Men days of future past. And it also has another guy from game of Thrones in it, uh, Peter Dinklage, but he's uh, way better in this movie than, than Sophia Turner is in the, the next two movies. But this movie has such a cool idea where it's in the future. Um, so, or I guess present day um, where you have uh, now Everything I'm going to tell you is within the first 15 minutes of the movie. So this isn't really oh, spoilers. I, no, I, I don't this isn't spoilers. This stuff. isn't spoilers. I'm trying. I want you to watch this movie. I want you. Right. To watch so then, movie. just let let me be, and I'll watch it. <sighs> I can't. I okay. All right. We'll watch it. I, I you find it shocking it? because I do enjoy the first two X Men movies. Yeah. Uh, I, I think they're a lot of fun, and I I've, I don't know why I haven't seen all these other X Men movies. It well, just, it just seems strange that I've not made time yeah. to watch. Are they on? Are they on Netflix? There, I'm sure that some things are available. To I've seen one, two, three. I don't really want to watch three again. You don't need to. Um, I think I saw most of the first Wolverine movie, so I didn't see the second Wolverine movie, and then I got all the um, the the new X Men movies after that to watch. You should watch, just watch the first two so we can talk about it. Okay. Watch the first two. Watch, uh, what is it? First Class and then 
days of future pass. And those are good times. And you can watch Apocalypse. Yeah. That was a pretty good movie as well. You can oh, I'm pretty, forget about I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this, but outside of Logan, all of the other X-Men movies are at least PG-13, right? Yeah, every, everything <clears throat> is. Nothing, nothing risque in any of those, right? <clears throat> no. Nope. Okay. I mean, there's even a scene in one of the first class where um, uh, they run into... I don't know if this is a spoiler. I know people get so thing. They run into Weapon X. <gasps> and Weapon X uh, uses his claws, but you don't really see it. It's all off camera. So Okay. Oh, and that's right. Rocket Sauce says Deadpool is rated R, but I didn't, never, I didn't count. You know, I'm never going to watch Deadpool again. I saw the first one. I thought it was oh, okay. It was, it was like... It was like on the border of being obnoxious and being entertaining. Which one? Deadpool? Like, Deadpool, the first oh, one. You got you crazy with your with your humor. Those movies are great, man. They're fun. Uh, it was fine, but it, it felt like, all right, this guy's just getting annoying now. You're the one who hates the Deadpool comics and everything. The comics are I don't get those. <clears throat> I don't get those. But the movie were, was I thought it was great. I thought it was fun, so it was, I was fine as long as I don't watch it again. If I watch it again, I'll probably just feel like uh, this is really annoying. And yeah, I'm, I'm just going to skip part two. I don't think you'll like part two. <laughs> yeah, more of the I same. I think those right? are great. I think those are yeah. great. Good times. All right, let me read what Ryan is, is saying here. Let's see. Ryan just loves to complain about this. If he hates all these movies from the beginning, why is he watching all Oh my God, how many comments did he put here? Okay, so I answered those. Days of Future Past has members of the old cast in it. Okay, yeah, I covered that. Let's make sure. Oh, this should be good. All right. I don't know. Hopefully it was. Uh, let's see. Okay. So, game. oh, Kyle says, just like Star Wars movies, the original trilogy was good. The rest, yuck. So he doesn't like the first class. Interesting. He, he doesn't like any of the, the Star Wars. He, well, he's a Star Trek guy. So I don't hmm. think you're allowed to like Star Wars. That's you're, right. Uh, Choose your uh, side. Except the original movies are bad here as well. Okay. Uh, Yet he continues to watch all of them. <laughs> is Kevin counting New Mutants? Obviously not. New Mutants is not out yet, right? So I don't think I've... That's I don't the think movie it's they yet. made like five years ago and just can't get distribution for? Yeah. Well, I think it was supposed to come out, then COVID happened. Isn't that what... Or am I wrong? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Rocket Sauce says he liked Days of Future Past and First Class. I'm with you on there. He says, good point. That's all I need to know. Good point. Whatever it is. Whatever I made. X2 hasn't aged well. I thought it was I, I thought it was fine. It just had some pacing uh, issues. Uh, let's see. Okay, here's see, here's the thing that Rocket Sauce gets all worked up about that I have no idea what he's talking about. But they gave powers to Kitty Pride that she doesn't have. I don't care. I, I'm just care about a movie. <laughs> you know, at the beginning of the movie, they established that she could do something, and I, I don't, I don't care. I didn't even know who, who she was. I just saw her as Ellen Page. Like Ellen Page is a mutant. I, I don't even think they said her name once. I don't even know. I don't even. She care. walks through walls, right? She can walk through walls, and then she could do something. That That's what I know. But I can't spoil for you. Right, don't spoil it. I'm not allowed to spoil it for you. Don't don't you dare. 
nostalgic. This is Kyle again. Nostalgic critic on YouTube brings up good points about why it's better than some people think. Oh, this is X3 he's talking about. I don't know. I just, I, again, I just watch it for a movie. I just want to be entertained with the story, a beginning, a middle, and an end. That's all I watch it for. That's all I base it on. I don't base it on any sort of lore or anything like that or backstory or whatever. I just, I'm there for a movie. You know what comic book movie I'm really interested in? And I'm not joking. The Snyder Cut. <sighs> I really want to watch that. I think you're a DC fanboy. I'm just fascinated because how rare is it? I mean, I saw the first one. It's not great, but it's, it's kind of silly fun. But how often is it that you get a movie by two different directors and two different visions? And the fact that the only other example I can think of is also another Superman movie. The Richard Donner cut. Yeah. It's so weird. That is true. So it's, I just think, I just don't think there's any saving that movie because they suck. <laughs> there's nothing to I, save. It's not a great movie. It, it, I don't know. I, I've got a soft spot for it. I won't defend it. It's not great. But um, I, I am curious to see somebody else's interpretation of that with the same characters and most of the same footage. Like we're talking, like this is the movie that, because I'm kind of confused with them. It's the one with Jesse Eisenberg is playing Lex Luthor. Is this the same movie? Is he in that one? I don't know. Which is the one that they want the Schneider cut for? That's the, the Justice League with the the Flash and the Aquaman and the Okay, I did I Man. fast forwarded through that movie. See, the Flash in that movie was terrible. Like he was just so obnoxious. I like Quicksilver. It was a comic relief. Yeah. I like Quicksilver in these in these X-Men movies. I just love the effect and everything that they do, how they show his powers and that. That's so much fun. The only thing that doesn't make sense is that he listens to rock music while he's doing his thing. So he puts on headphones, which the first movie or the second movie takes place in 1973. So I don't know where he got headphone music to come from. But how is he playing the music in in his fast time while he's doing this stuff? How Isn't is he it listening like anything it? that you hold on to you, like, goes into that time warp with oh, you. Oh, does it? Okay. It's like when you grab a person, right? Like if Flash grabs That's right. he somebody can do that. Moves, That's right. He has to hold like, everybody's like if he grabs another person, he has to hold their head. So because if he doesn't, they'll get whiplash. So he has to hold their head and hmm. it's very cool. So his 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 Walkman is in his time uh time sync. It's it's time. traveling through if you can accept the fact that a human being can travel faster than the speed of light. I just want to know how the music you can accept is the fact that he can uh Listen to some tunes. Well, I th- I they think that it. they create they corrected that in the next movie because they didn't do the headphones thing. They just had some music playing while it, while he did it. So uh, it was good times. Uh, all right, time to wrap it up because I yeah. gotta go. Yeah, this is enough. Okay, uh, follow Retro Fandango on Twitter, the Cartridge Club's only weekly podcast. You can follow us at retro underscore Fandango. Well, you you might get a notification that we're going to be uh, recording. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much that's all that's on that thing. But you know, you can you can add us over there. We might add you back. Could happen. Yeah. Uh, get a boner with Retro Fandango. Don't forget to check out our Discord. Uh, we've been talking about movies over there as well. Talking about digital movies. 
Oh, yeah, it's been been good times. Oh. Good times over there. So there you go. There you go. Kyle agrees with me. The Quicksilver scenes in X-Men were fantastic. And he doesn't even like those movies. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> Rocket Talk says podcast, 2020 podcast of the years, just declare it like Trump. Exactly. I think we, I think we tried that in the past, but it didn't. <laughs> It didn't the fly. only reason we would lose is if there was uh, just it's a bunch of fake rigged. ballots. That's right. It's rigged. rigged. I bet you. I bet you the voting for podcast of the year was done in Pennsylvania. That's mm. the most corrupt place on the planet. Yeah, I'm not accepting any digital votes. You know, you gotta no get way. out there and vote in person. So, here's the thing with these these votes, and explain to me this to me as a ignorant Canadian. So, on an American ballot, you have you can vote for president, right? right? But isn't there a whole bunch of other things that you can vote for as well? Yeah, there was um, uh, there there was a God, was it Senate? Yeah, there's Senate senators. Yeah, uh, races for Senate. No yeah, there were a couple different things on there. I believe there were three different. Uh, like depending on what area you're in, you have bills that you can vote on, right? Because they got like there's uh, more than just yeah. president. You've got okay. other stuff on there. So how can they say that? the votes for for president on the ballots were bad. Doesn't that make the whole ballot bad then? No, like the everything Republican else? parts were okay. <laughs> Where the Republicans win, that stuff's okay. Like if you're going to throw out a ballot, doesn't that throw out everything on the ballot? Not just no. the vote for president. It's only the the votes for president in some states that turned blue. Those are the only ones that are bad. Those are the only ones. There was okay. there was high counts of fraud going on there. Right. The other places there was some fraud, but you know, like it just doesn't they, make sense. They caught it in time. It doesn't make sense to me if if the election's rigged, right? And the whole the votes for president were were wrong. Doesn't mm. that make everything else that was on the ballot wrong? Doesn't no. that make everything on that no. rigged? No. No. You guys should adopt the Canadian system. You guys should go parliament. Once you go parliament, you never go back to president. I'm not good at rhyming. Right. Yeah, see, they legalize weed in some places, right? In Oregon, they legalized everything. You could you could snort crack in Oregon right now. This, this is weird. I don't know if I want to go back to an America where people are just randomly walking around the streets. Yeah, well, who would questionable people? substances? I think I think they should legalize everything. I'm one of those guys. If you want to put it in your body, you go ahead, you go do your thing. It's not going to make me do it. They they made weed legal here. I still haven't uh, gotten around to trying it. It's not my thing. What can I say? Maybe one day when I get bored, when we're not in lockdown, maybe I'll get to it. I'll go to the Bible store. I'll buy a Bible and then I'll buy some <laughs> weed. <laughs> you know, when, when I when I was in college in North Bay, they had a Bible store that was right beside the strip club. A Bible store? You need an Bible entire store. store just to sell Bibles? Just dedicated to Bibles. Nothing just, else. Just that one Bible. Got a hundred well, copies of it. On it was Bibles. I don't know. There's different kinds of Bibles, right? There's the King James version. I think that's what we used. King James. I, I never heard of somebody selling more than one Bible other than like a Barnes and Noble where you There's, can go and get a variety of things. You figure if somebody's going to open up a Bible store, they would sell just whatever Bible for whatever religion they're into. 
It was a Bible store that sold Bibles. That you know, that's that'd be interesting if they just had like a religion store and you could go in and they had all the different religions uh, on display. Yeah. Imagine the fights people are going to get into in there. They're going to have to call the cops every day. That'd be good times. Now the chat wants me to uh, smoke weed live on, live on Fandango. <laughs> I don't. Are I you think we'll make that part of your stream. Yeah, I, I think. I don't think we could. Is that the against the terms of service for um, for Twitch? I don't know. I don't know. All right, that's it. We're done. Mm-hmm. We've had enough. Everyone's had enough of us. Thank you, uh, Kyle, and Rocket Sauce. And Stephen, you were here like an hour ago, an hour and a half ago. Stephen was here before the show started, and then he uh, then he just left. That was it. And, and Chris some, Roberts uh, popped in, yeah. chat for a bit. We had Techno Dork for a bit. It's good times. Thanks everyone. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. All right, that's it. Goodbye. Bye. You hit that wrong mouse button again. Not having a good day today. <laughs> <laughs> All the uh, the religious talk, the anti-religious talk. Ah, see? The powers that be are, are having their revenge. Yeah, comes back on me. It's my grandmother. She's up in heaven right now. She's going, oh, I'll show you. I'm watching right. everything you do. She is. She can see me doing this right now. Okay, goodbye, everybody. Bye. There you go.